Welcome to 3D Lila, a journey in 3D. Join us to talk about all things 3D printing, food, and nutrition. On 3D Lila, you'll get updates each week on our 3D printed journey to fitness, challenges you can join, and interviews with other people doing cool things in the 3D printing, fitness, and nutrition spaces. Maybe we'll inspire you even to become a 3D Lila too. Before we get started, a quick reminder that we have goodies and discounts from the supporters of 3D Lila on our website. Just go to 3dlila.com, that's 3dlila.com, and click on the discounts page and check it out. Stay tuned as I'll tell you more about them soon. This week on 3D Lila, it just gives them the this overwhelming sense of accomplishment and, and it helps them see that if they can run a 5K, they can do just about anything that they set their minds to. So welcome back to the show. I'm super excited this week to bring you the executive director of one of my favorite charities here in the Bay Area, an organization called Girls on the Run. Now, I'm not going to steal their thunder as Brooke is going to talk about the organization and what they do, but you've heard me talk about this organization on the show many times as I have the very amazing job of getting to be their race MC at the event in Golden Gate Park twice a year, which basically means I get to stand up on a giant stage with all sorts of nonsense around me with a big old microphone and get an entire area full of like 2000 people hyped up, which if you've been listening to this show at all, you will understand is one of my favorite things to do. That said, my very, very, very favorite thing to do there is the interviews with the girls at the end of the race, because they are so excited and so jazzed up and And I do all of this, yes, because I love holding a microphone, but mostly because I wish a program like this had existed for me when I was at that age of 8 to 12 years old, when you need it so much. This was really brought to my attention so much when I was a guest at one of their gala events a couple of years ago. And I want to share this story real quick with you before we get into the episode, because I think it really captures what not only Girls on the Run does in the way of fitness for the young women, but also in their self-esteem and their self-worth, which is such an incredibly important thing to me. So at these gala events, and there's probably several hundred people there, lots of adults clinking wine glasses, you can imagine the experience. And they bring on stage every year one of the girls who's gone through the program. And this year the girl who was brought up on stage was incredibly nervous. I want you to imagine this, gosh, she can't have been more than 10 year old, practically shaking, having to stand up in front of everybody. And so she asked that her little friend or her best friend, clearly, who had also gone through the program, come up on stage with her and that they have their coach interview them about their experience. And it was as you can imagine, charming with the coach who had gotten to work with them throughout the year, asking them questions and sharing about their experience with the audience. And then these two little 10-year-old girls explaining 
what they had done and how much fun they had had and how they had made friends. And we were all as an audience thinking this could not be more adorable if it tried. And then they tried. Because at the end of the conversation, the little girl who had originally been asked to speak takes the microphone and turns all by herself in the audience. And she's standing there, this little slip of a thing. And she looks out at the audience and she says, I don't know if you noticed, but I speak in a funny kind of way. Now, I have to tell you that we had been listening to this young lady talk for a little while, and frankly, I had noticed nothing. And I think in looking around the room at the slightly puzzled faces, nor had anybody else. The little girl continued. I used to speak a little funny because when I started Girls on the Run, I used to stutter. And because of the Girls on the Run, I no longer do. Well, I know I was in tears at the end of that, and so were most of the people at my table. It was such an amazing moment to think that something as simple as learning to run a 5K changed this girl's life in a way that boosted her confidence so much that she could stop and take a breath between her words, be heard, and be able to communicate. Such an amazing transformation, and there are endless stories like that from this organization, both in the Bay Area and in all of the chapters around the country. So if you're not already convinced, and I hope you will be after we chat with Brooke, to support this organization, even if you are not a runner, I hope this has. And we will share all of the information of where you can participate, go watch a race, come see me, make a fool out of myself. And trust me, I do make a fool out of myself in my big pink to-do at the races in Golden Gate Park or anywhere around the country where Girls on the Run has a chapter. We'll put that all in the show notes and would love for you to come out and join us. With that, let me get on with the show. So you know I'm all about the goodies for 3D Lila listeners. Well, guess what? And I don't think this is available anywhere else. If you have been listening to the show, you got to hear the amazing Erica talk about Escape to Shape. And Escape to Shape, if you haven't heard the show, is this wonderful vacation that you can take with Erica and her team. They blend traveling, local flavors, experiences, entertaining with balance and wellness. And they bring that all together in these unique locations that provide a perfect backdrop and platform for their guests to rediscover themselves while discovering a new culture. I know I'm going to go on an escape this year. I'm actually going to Nicaragua in November. I'm very excited. But for 3D Lila listeners, you can see all of this on our page, but you can get $200 off any of the vacations, which is just special for us. So when you go there, there's the instructions, but you just do info at escapetoshape.com and tell them that you're a 3D Lila listener and you'll get the $200 off. So I love that our guests are providing value to our listeners. So take an escape, go hang out, get delicious food, daily yoga and fitness classes, hiking, cultural stuff, and some cocktails and some laughter. And trust me, it'll be amazing. I have no doubt. Mm -hmm. 
Welcome, everybody, and welcome to today's guest, Brooke, um, who is the executive director of Girls on the Run Bay Area. And just a little backstory, uh, I got involved with Girls on the Run, gosh, I think it was probably seven, six or seven years ago. Um, I went to an event of theirs uh, because I, as you all know, have been a big runner and wanted to learn more about teaching young women how to run a 5K. And I was like, what is all of this? And long story short, they were gracious enough to invite me onto their board. And I was, I served on Girls on Run Bay Area's board for a while and got to know Brooke in the process. And as the team was saying, what awesomeness can we bring on the show? We said, oh my goodness, we have to bring Girls on the Run because it's a such a big joy. And I know I've talked about Girls on Run on previous episodes. Um, to my personal life, I get to have one of the most amazing experiences twice a year helping MC the race for them. And so we were like, how do we, how do we bring Brooke or somebody from her team onto the show? So here they are finally. Welcome, Brooke. Thanks, Joanna. And thank you again for emceeing at our 5K. We're thrilled to have you there every season. (laughs) I keep waiting for the day when you're like, oh, we found somebody better and we don't want you anymore. And I just go, oh, it's my, it is officially, as everyone will learn, my favorite part-time job. Um, It is probably one of the most delightful days of the year, two days for the year. So we have a lot of fun with you. We do have a lot of fun. I wear a tutu. It's all good. (laughs) so let's back up for everybody who's listening. Uh, you will do a much better job of this than I ever will. Tell everybody about what is Girls on the Run of the Bay Area. Well, the mission of Girls on the Run is to inspire girls to be joyful, healthy, and confident. And we do that using a, a really fun experience-based curriculum. And of course, it weaves in running. It serves girls ages 8 to 13. And The way the program works, so it's an after-school program, and the way it works is that volunteer mentors work with the girls, they engage them in games and running-based workouts, and it's through these activities that the girls learn all kinds of really important skills, life skills, uh, things like teamwork, goal-setting, and they build their skills in leadership, and the program, it ends with a non-competitive Girls on the Run 5K, which you just spoke a little bit about. Um, it's open to the community. Um, and the the training that the girls do for this event and, and completing this event, it just gives them the this overwhelming sense of accomplishment. And, and it helps them see that if they can run a 5K, they can do just about anything that they set their minds to. That is awesome. So I want to... I'm- I warned you I would go a little off script, but I yep. want to make sure that this is highlighted because a lot of people, you know, a lot of people have heard me talk about the 5K and girls on the run in general and how you do the non-competitive race. But you mentioned this ever so briefly. The program is much more than just the running. There's yes. the actual program in teaching these girls to have confidence and to handle some of the social issues that happen around that age is really a, really a core part of the program. When you say this is actually a lot of what the program is about, correct? Yes, that's right. Um, there's, there is a huge need for, for a program like this in our communities. We, we really need girls to be healthy if they're going to be leaders and, statistics show that that girls are far less likely to be physically active uh, than boys. And 
And that's a problem because it means they're, they're more at risk for chronic conditions as well as depression and substance abuse. And um, also there, there are studies that show that girls who do participate in sports and are physically active they have higher levels of self-confidence and less incidence of depression um, and, and just all around have a better body image compared to, um, to girls that don't get in, involved in, in physical activity. So it's, there's, there's definitely a strong need in our community. Yeah, so, so speaking about the community, and you talked about this a little bit, that the race is not just, just for the girls. Like, clearly you're providing a service to these young women and helping them build confidence. There's act, you know, what I'm listening, hearing here is there's actually an opportunity for, you know, the regular folks, so to speak, to participate in this whole thing. Why do you open this up to the community as a whole? Why do we open it up to the community as a whole? Well, we, um, well, for one, we, we really think it's important for the girls' families to be able to join them as they run their 5k, um, uh, studies also show, and, and we certainly hear a lot of anecdotal reports from from the girls and their families that um, that the when the girls' families are involved in physical activity, it helps to reinforce the behavior for the girls, and um, and also it's just it's an amazing way for for the families to to show their appreciation. We open it up to the community as well because we. Well, for one, we love to get the community involved as what we call running buddies, which are um, adult mentors who run alongside the girls and help to cheer them on and um, and just run alongside them and, and provide support. Um, it's a super volunteer opportunity. Yeah. It's um, just to describe, especially the running buddy program, which I think is amazing and a great way for even those who are kidless to get involved in the program. Like I, we have our race in Golden Gate Park and I think about how, I know I've talked to some of the girls in person, how a lot of them, like this is the first time for a lot of the girls in the Bay Area that they've actually been to Golden Gate Park and the idea of running through the park and it's some of it's on trails and not really super clear might be a little bit scary. So having somebody there to kind of go, look, we're going the right direction and all that good sort of stuff must be, a nice um, emotional security for these young women as well. Absolutely. Uh, that's true. In fact, um, not only is it for the, the first time that the girls are, some of them are visiting Golden Gate Park, for many of the girls we're serving in our five-county area, it's the first time they've come to San Francisco. So um, so it just adds, it adds this additional element of excitement. And, and yes, it's nice for those running buddies to to, to be with the girls so they're not alone on the course should should they not have a family member with them. Yeah. So all of this is about the young ladies. Um, and I have had the distinct pleasure of getting to talk to lots of them in person. But And I've actually, I remember going to one of your gala events and practically being in tears emotionally, not from laughter, about the impact that Girls Are in the Run has had to some of the young women in the program I seem to remember you have some stories that maybe you can share about what happens to these, you know, what sort of things have happened with some of the girls that have gone through the program. Um, there are all kinds of stories that, that I can tell. I, one, one thing I want to share maybe just before I provide you with a, with a couple stories is that we we get fantastic 
uh, feedback from the girls' parents, which is which feels especially meaningful for us because we feel they're in a really good position to be able to see the growth of the girls and. At this last 5K, which you emceed, Joanna, we uh, surveyed parents in um, at the 5K, and 98% of the parents surveyed said that the Girls on the Run program had improved their daughter's confidence, which is just phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and ninety five percent said that the program had helped their daughter to form healthy habits. Um, they we have. Um, we also do interviews, uh, surveys with the girls, and and also they they send us letters sometimes, just thanking us for for organizing the program. Uh, there was one girl in our program recently who um, she told us that she said, "Girls on the Run has helped me with believing in myself," and that just that really that really struck me. That's I think. You know, it can take people a lifetime to to believe in themselves, and the the fact that this young girl had had that experience at such a young age really struck me as meaningful. Another girl, uh, she wrote us a note, and she says her, her name is Brenda. She says the thing that makes Girls on the Run special is they help me with problems in my life, and they help us with problems like bullying. They are so nice, and they love us, and we love them back. Girls on the Run rocks. Oh, <laughs> your friend Brenda. Um, we we hear stories like this all the time, and the parents too. I, I would say one of the one of the comments that we hear from the parents the most is that uh, the program does help the girls to stand up for themselves. That's that's something that is just such a critical skill in general, and so important to learn at a young age. Absolutely. Well, I seem to remember one of the one of the reasons why. I got interested and got involved um, many, many years ago was my own personal story of not thinking that I was an athlete or not thinking that I could do anything like this. And I remember saying to the team then, gosh, I wish I wish something like this had existed when I was this age and really understanding at a personal level how important all of that is. And I I actually want to talk about that because one of the premises for 3D Lila is you can is find your own thing find the thing that gives you joy and I think for for girls especially and and if I remember correctly from some of the conversations we've had like this it's the 8 to 12 year old range for girls especially where you start saying things like oh you know doing sports isn't feminine doing sports is too much like one of the boys, which is why there's such a kind of precipitous drop off. Are, are you guys still seeing those sorts of numbers or, and is this why you kind of still stay within this eight to 12 year old range? Um, well, we definitely see that, that reaching girls young certainly has an impact. Um, it's, you know, it's when, um, you know, they, they haven't had so many life experiences and it's, so it's, it's a, a perfect age to reach these girls. Um, but we definitely, we definitely do see, um, that girls, girls today are still not as physically active as boys. Um, and I, I do think that there, I think there are all kinds of, of reasons for, I, I think, you know, there are perceptions out there, um, among girls still that, that physical activity is, is not cool. I, I think it's one of these, um, I think it can be one of these things that's, it's a perpetuating cycle mm. where, you know, the girls don't necessarily, they don't necessarily see girls participating in, 
in sport as much as they see boys. And so it just, it sort of feeds that perception. Yeah, it's a bit of that coming back to that whole believing in oneself. It's that expression, if you can see it, you can be it. So you're creating an entire you can see it, you can be it. So what happened? So I just turned 13. I didn't, but you know, I think about all of the young women I get to meet every year doing the race. Mm -hmm. um, And they're just like, seriously, people, if you, it doesn't, you do not have to be in the Bay Area to experience this. There are girls on the run programs all over the country. And it is truly one of the most adorable experiences you will ever have. These girls are just like the energy and the enthusiasm and the joy is just unbelievable. I'm a big, as you can tell, I'm a bit of a raving fan. Um, but what happens? So, you know, they have the program from age 12, year, 12 years old. What happens after that? Is it, is there a way for young women to still stay connected to you guys? Do you, do you stay connected to them still? We try to stay as connected as possible with the girls. Um, there are opportunities for them to get involved again. Uh, in fact, there's something new, which we've started and, it's an opportunity for girls grades six through nine. Uh, they can participate in our alumni leadership board. And it's sort of a girls on the run 2.0, if you will. And through it, the girls, they have an opportunity to to grow their leadership skills. And through what is, it's basically an all-day retreat, they learn skills such as public speaking and active listening and um, and they, they really, they grow as leaders, um, through the support of each other. Uh, then they, they help out throughout the year as volunteers, not only at our 5k, um, but also assistant coaching at the, the, their schools, actually the elementary schools where they, where they attended girls on the run. And so the thought is as the girls get to be a little bit older, they can assist us as running buddies or as coaches with the younger girls. That is adorable. And what, how fantastic that you're doing the leadership program. This is, this is news to me. Very cool. It's a new thing, Joanna. Yay. I'm very excited for you. (laughs) Well, I know I'm sitting here going, "Mm, goodness, am I about to sign up for something else? Cause yeah, they are kind of (laughs) awesome. Clearly, I'm a raving maniac, and I think Girls on the Run is amazeballs, and I love it all. If somebody was like, oh my god, Joanna's ranting has finally gotten me over the edge, or Joanna needs to stop ranting, and Brooke finally got me over the edge, and I want to get involved. And we've talked about how you can be a running buddy at the race. What are other ways that people can get involved in the program? That would be great. We we absolutely rely on volunteer support. We could not do it without our volunteers. And um, in fact, we work with more than a thousand volunteers every year, every year, including our coaches and and running buddies. Um, and so, if folks were interested, uh, they could. I would say the best thing to try is be a running buddy. It's it's a a two time experience. You get a chance to meet the girl you're paired up with before the five k. And uh, at, you get to do a, a practice run with her at her school. And then, and then you run at the 5K with her. Our next 5K is coming up in December. It's Sunday, December 4th. Or, of course, if that date doesn't work, folks can look for our 5K in May, which takes place after our spring season. And uh, I do want to say it's a great opportunity for volunteering, not just for, for women, but also for men. 
Um, and folks can learn more about our 5K as well as our Girls on the Run program at our website, gotrbayarea.org. Awesome. And only because, you know, I got to say it, uh, the you know, you talk about how this entire program is run through volunteers. And it is kind of amazing. Like I, I look at race day, which is the culmination of your whole semester of efforts. I think about all the volunteers throughout the program, but I look at race day and there's what usually a couple of thousand people there with a bunch of little girls running this race. And what always sits with me is the organization and the collaboration that happens that all of these little girls can cross the finish line. And there's, I think I've seen tears once, but that was for some poor little girl who said her feet hurt and she was done. (laughs) Um, But it is amazing to see, all of the people that do that, but you also support all of this with a ton of sponsors and individuals can help contribute, like especially for those people who are in different locations who are like, oh, this is adorable. How do I help contribute? You take um, donations off your website as well, correct? That's right. Uh, thanks for that plug. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> that, same, that same website, there's a donate page. And Uh, Speaking of which, Joanna, I do just want to mention, we have been told from Girls on the Run International, um, which is based in North Carolina, that our chapter of Girls on the Run, uh, we serve more girls with financial need than any other chapter. That is one thing that sets us aside. And we're really proud to say we never turn girls away for financial reasons. Um, In fact, we have about 85% of the girls we serve requiring some amount of aid to participate um so that yes donations are always welcome we'll certainly never turn them away um and it's what helps us to serve about 2500 girls a year where we've grown tremendously and we've got our programs where the girls are are participating in san francisco marin alameda san mateo and contra costa counties goodness gracious gosh i think when i started there were maybe five to 800 girls in the program. It is impressive to see how much you guys have scaled the program over the years. And for those of you that are moms in the neighborhood um, who have girls in this age range, as Brooke just mentioned, uh, the program is open to everybody. And when you say fees, like I understand like you guys do shoe donation drives and all sorts of other events to help, you know, everything from snacks to the actual running of the program in a whole, which is, which is amazing to see. So, you know, I could go on because I know a lot and I love you guys. Anything else I haven't asked you about that you want to share with the audience about the program? I mean, we'll put the website, of course, in the show notes. So if you're listening to this and you want to learn more, you will send you directly to the website. But any other stories or anything you want to share about Girls on the Run before we wrap this up? Uh, just a couple quick things. For those who are curious, Girls on the Run International got started 20 years ago in North Carolina and today around the U.S. and and Canada now, too. There are 225 chapters. And Joanna's right. We started really small. Uh, In fact, we started in 2002 just with five girls. So it is tremendous how we've grown uh, in these last, especially in these last few years. And um, we are also, we have a very racially diverse chapter. I want to mention too, our girls come from a very diverse uh, set of racial and ethnic backgrounds. About 70% of the girls are, are girls of color. So we, we, uh, have been around, um, for 
several years and and we're really excited about what's what's coming next for us and just welcome any support that's awesome well you've certainly got ours um and we are certainly going to spread the good word well so we are running out of time unfortunately and thank you so much for sharing the story and we'll as i said get some links and some pictures and all sorts of good stuff up on the show notes so people can learn more about it but as you know because you are our guest today brooke i have my weird end of show questions i'm dying to know the answer to this one what brooke is your favorite food no judgment <laughs> I love cheese in general, and oh. <laughs> um, I love fresh homemade mozzarella. And in fact, weird factoid, I recently took a class in making mozzarella, which was really fun. <laughs> well, that is a, well, that's a genius idea. If it's your favorite food, why not learn how to make it? Yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd have to. Well, avocados and ice cream am I too, which is a bit of a problem. I think maybe I should grow myself an avocado tree. I think making ice cream would be a bad lesson for me to learn. Um, We are also super nerds on this show, and I'm always curious to what new tech people are playing with or they found uh, entertaining in their life. So what new technology are you most excited about? I'm most excited about something called Confluence, and it's a system if you if you haven't heard of it, it's a system for organizing your work and and just the way you communicate with your with your network and it's put out by a company called Atlassian here in the Bay Area and check them out i I think their technology is pretty exciting very cool well, what an interesting answer to that one well Brooke, thank you so much again for being on the show. We loved having you loved sharing your story and as I said, love. Love being part of the the experience. Um, I, as I said before, I see so much of myself in these little girls. Um, it just brings me joy to participate and brings me joy to, to bring this to our audience. So best of luck. And I will see you in December in the band shell cheering <laughs> the girls along. Yes. And thank you, Joanna, for all you do for our organization. Absolutely. Well, that's all at 3D Lila for now. As always, we want to hear from you. Let me know with your comments on our website at 3DLila.com, on Twitter at 3DLila, and on our Facebook page. Come over there and like us. Today's show was produced and edited by the team at the Amplify Lab. A big thanks to Lucy Heston, our audio and digital producer, and generally the person who keeps us all in line, and Kelly Burt, our show editor. Until next time.